Hi, everybody. How are you? How are you? I am going to bring in my love. Hello. Hello. How now are you can you? Hear me. I'm good. How are you? I've been seeing you for a whole two minutes. Okay, so you guys can see we're set up in two locations and da 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 da. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hello. I was wondering if I was live or not. Like, are we live? Or... <laughs> we indeed are. Chantal, Chantal, thank you so much for being here. This is amazing. I know that this is the this is the meeting that not a single solitary person had on their bingo card in 2022. So we are closing out the year with a bang. Exactly. Not none of us did. This has been a year full of surprises, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on here for sure. Um, I've been liking the content you guys have been doing. So yeah, for sure. Well, thank it's you. changed a little bit. Yes, indeed. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to start off with a few questions right out, right out the box. Real, real quick, rapid fire, because, um, well, are, are you actively using drugs? No. No? Are, are, drugs? Okay. Uh, okay. No, 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 no let, me, let me finish. Are, um, you're not abusing your body anymore like you were. You're not putting yourself through the stress. You're not around toxic men. So if, if, all, that, if all that's true, then that constitutes change, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't feel the need to do drugs. Like, you know, I don't feel the need to stay sane and escape my reality as much. So, yeah, I would say that's changed for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to establish that right out the box because some people have a very a varying definition of change. I don't know what they expect, but to me, that's a huge change because I've known a lot of people who have, I myself have been a party monster. And when yeah. you change, you leave a part of yourself behind or you find a part of yourself. So thank you for answering that. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. But you have to agree, Nags, uh, just if I can, like, I think all of these hardships that we go through, like, they help shape who we are and, and we learn from them. And that's what, you know, people should do. I mean, human error is a thing. And I think that as, you know, I don't think anyone's beyond redemption. Well, you know, within reason. But yeah. But thanks for noticing, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's one of the first things I noticed was because uh, before when you were uh, about to head off to Kuwait, I was doubtful. I, I did a little trolling online. I was like, ah, she ain't going. She ain't going. I said, I said the same, too. Yeah. yeah, I think everybody. I don't blame people for that because I'm very impulsive and I've done things, started things and not finished. So, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> Something like a trip halfway across the world is, is something you could be like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like I'm going to the Middle East. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So I was I was impressed, and um, you know, inspected. Yeah, I was uh, I was speculative at first because I was like, wow, how's this going to play out? Because I you know, prior to that, you were pretty uh, you were beezing extra hard. So beezing. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a common term around here now, I think for a lot of people. Yeah. I should copyright it. No, I'm just joking. You should. Everyone you should trademark it, I would. <laughs> for sure. You should. I mean, look, I was shocked because I have traveled to the Middle East several times, and I know that it's an incredibly long, and it can be an extremely uncomfortable trip. 
you know, because yeah. there's so many, I don't know how many times you transferred flights, but there are these long, long stretches where you're trapped on that plane and it is brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal. So that hours. was my reason for, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 11 in hours in Israel. <laughs> in economy, I've oh, traveled yeah. coach to, to Israel and I know 11 straight hours is a nightmare but oh, yeah. um, but you did it. I mean, look, I didn't think you were going to go to Cuba either, and you did that too. So you really showed all of us. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. That was a wild mm -hmm. trip. I was I, I I don't know if I covered much of it, but I do know that I consumed a lot. I was like, wow, Cuba raids. Yeah, That's Cuba right. raids. That was epic, yeah. though. That was epic. That was that was one of your best rages ever, Chantal. I have to say that. Anything, anything black and ugly in my heart came out that day uh, with yeah. that bottle of rum. Yeah. <laughs> a bottle of rum would do that. I mean, I don't yeah. know a human being that could do a bottle of rum and not, you know, let something out of the deepest, dark recesses of their brain. Yeah, See, my mom was like, you drank my souvenir. I was like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, that's tequila. That's why I don't oh. touch it. And that's why um, I've spared Negs that horror of seeing me doing tequila shots because the aftermath is something that you do not want to be around. <laughs> so, Tequila's gnarly. So what's really funny to me, though, is that the main problem that people have with you now, Chantal, is that your content is not providing the excitement that people want in order to be able to react to it you know they're angry mm -hmm. that the content is kind of dull couples stuff i mean i've said many times negs and i've both said many times people try to make our relationship into something it isn't and we've right. said many times we are a very dull middle-aged couple you know <laughs> so you guys are a dull not so middle-aged couple but people try to <laughs> fill in the blanks with whatever it is that they want yes. to be saying you know. Right, I realize that now for sure. Yeah, and you know what? I'm enjoying dull. I'm enjoying dull right now. My my mental health is enjoying dull. It's um, you know, it's a happy dull and it's a relaxing dull, peaceful, mm -hmm. you know, other than internet stuff. But yeah, I, I can I can see that they have to fill in the blanks because I'm gone from being so open to clamming completely up. You know, and that's probably so. to your benefit because uh, oversharing can be detrimental. And, and people really need to, 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 to check themselves because if, if their chief complaint with you this entire time was how awful you were, you were never going to change. Then when you finally change, they, they need to figure out why they're trying to push you back to what they were criticizing in the first place. Yeah, it right. seems to me if, if people like this are so benevolent and they, they, have their, their, they have their shit figured out, they're on the straight and narrow, then they would know that dogpiling somebody when they're trying to change is the worst thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. I think most people just don't think of me as a person. It seems like I feel like people just think of me as entertainment and right. a lot of their entertainment, you know, like how exciting CPAP rescue, blah, blah, blah. But for me, that was horrifying to have to do right. that. And, you know, for them, it's just sitting back and watching. So, I, you know, I don't I don't blame them in a way because I, I sometimes watch things like that, too. But when it's you, it's different. <laughs> always <laughs> right, well, there's there's a big big difference between consuming it and then wanting to be a part of it right um, yeah like there are people i dislike on this platform but if if they're going through some horrific stuff uh, that could be dangerous with other human beings i'm not going to sit idly by such as 
a spreadsheet and, and poke and prod and try to instigate a situation that's not, that doesn't exist for your own entertainment. That's sadistic. But there, I know if people are up at stuff online, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to touch the poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like how you put it. Exactly. Right. Well, see, Chantal, you figured out something that people tend to figure out too late, which is that when you turn your life into the Truman Show, you end up getting a lot of a lot of things happen to you that you probably didn't count on, and they're not necessarily great. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I know that. Um, I mean, listen, Negs and I have been through this, where uh, we go somewhere and people immediately start tracking where we are. They, they want to figure out the hotel. They want to figure out the hotel room. They want to figure out the restaurants, which is why when we went to Key West, we were deliberately um, hiding where we were. We didn't want to show any landmarks until right. after we had moved on from wherever it was that we happened to be. But I mean, I remember, you know, on Kiwi Farms, people were tracking the hotels that you were checking into. They were following yeah. your GPS. They were mapping every single movement that you were making. And I remember on my channel saying, Jesus Christ, Chantal, would you turn off the goddamn voice commands on the GPS? Because people are, people are following your every move. And it's, yeah. I mean, look, thank God nothing ever happened to you, right? Thank God that um, nobody ever showed up at your house. I know that you received stuff at your house, but you know, it's good that no wacko ever actually attacked you or did anything violent to you. Um, yeah true I, when I think about that I guess I just don't think about those things after you're right like now I'm more cautious but even then I'm right I'm just one of those people that just you know I, I don't care enough maybe and I just have to be more responsible for my own safety in a lot of ways mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> right yeah, well, and, and to be honest this is my biggest critique with the the reactors is that um they're not they're not uh considerate of your safety at all no, um, no. They they feel entitled to to push the narrative, if you will. Yeah, it's content for them. Like if they they have a you know like that perfectly imperfect woman before she ran away, it was like uh, posting. Uh, I found her location. Like it was completely okay to post where I am, what hotel I might be staying at. Like they don't care about the safety at all. They don't think about that either, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's crosses boxing. boundaries. That's doxing. It crosses boundaries. It crosses lines. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it, that's that's there's it's nobody if you want to watch it on the screen fine but why don't why do people need to know where i'm at so you can introduce another actor to the scene right I mean, <laughs> and, and you are you are lucky that because we i observed french fry girl in real time uh poke and prod that one guy like trying to instigate him and aggravate him and i i had gripes with everybody but i could distinguish that two things could be true at the same time i cannot like somebody but see that what somebody's doing to them is dangerous mm-hmm. right Exactly. Yeah, that's what I like about you guys. You know, it's like you can be, um, you, you are more logical and just can have discussions like this. Whereas with some other people, it's just screeching and name calling, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's excessive to me, um, considering that when these same reactors, they, they draw these big numbers, these big, big dollars and, these, and all this stuff. But when the shoes on the other foot and they're on the screen being reacted, they're, they're, they act as if though somebody's kicked their front door open. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find that very interesting. Right. It's very interesting from a psychological standpoint, for sure. <laughs> Case study. 
Well, you know, Nex and I were talking about a couple of things this morning, and one of them was that one of the things that I've noticed, and I'm sure one of the things that you have noticed pretty dramatically in the past couple of months, is that when you get on the platform and you behave a certain way or you have a certain point of view um, and you change, people don't like that. Nobody likes change around mm -hmm. here. Nobody likes it. And people talk a lot of bullshit about... Uh, they want a redemption arc. No, they really don't. They want drama. <laughs> they want conflict. They want arguing and squabbling. Um, yeah. So when, for example, Negs and I made friends, I had three different communities, if not four, try to actively take my channel down. Um, because you're happy. Like, that's so... <laughs> right. Because I was no longer towing the line. You know, I was no longer right. fighting with... Them. This is when we were just friends. This is when we were just being civil to each other. Um, yeah. and people were absolutely livid, like, oh my God, you're going to bring him back onto YouTube. There are 37 million channels on YouTube. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, really, they have, like, I hate that. I have to say that, like, they're so opposed to Negs having a, a presence, a voice on a platform when he's like so less invasive than so many more people who have way more subscribers. It's just insane. Like... It's like a, a, you know what it reminds me of? A high school popularity club. One week somebody is out and, uh, you know, everyone's just like mobbing on that one person. I just, I can't stand that mentality. Mm -hmm. And I just, makes me feel gross. <laughs> you know? It's, it's click, it is. It's juvenile click mentality. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not going to sit here and like most people, they, they call it cloud chasing. Like in the past, somebody mentioned something in the chat back when you were bees and extra hard in Canada and maybe being behind the wheel. I condemned that yes right? so did i yeah just because we're all because like listen you're, you're actively trying to be better right so why do i need to why do people need to rehash things that are not currently happening right that, are, that, you're, that you're distancing yourself from right and, and and that's one of the things that i've experienced over the years too that this is, guys this is a big reason we had chantelle on because the treatment she gets is mm -hmm. identical to how we are treated the invasive right. entitlement Yep. And, and the harassment and take your platform, take your money so we can laugh at you and make money. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and Chantal, it's really weird because the other thing that I was telling Negs earlier, I tend to talk Negs's ear off, but he tolerates it. <laughs> um, so this I was is, saying, he's the one then. <laughs> I was saying, of all the people that I did not expect to be on the same life track as, that person would be Chantal <laughs> that I did not expect. Because Chantal and I have had some wonderful. Um, DM exchanges and yeah. Chantal and I have both had um, hysterectomies Chantal and I I mean I'm not currently married but I have a younger boyfriend but both of my husbands were younger they were both from overseas and I I too have faced the same accusations that well the only possible reason that a younger man from whatever country would want to marry you is for a green card for the money uh, for citizenship um, Chantal and I are now both in a situation where we are being, everything that you are being accused of, Chantal, is something that I have been accused of in the past. Every single yeah. day. And right. it's, it's exactly. you know, at a certain point, it's like, okay, um, either you believe that Chantal is really married or you don't. Okay. Yeah. If you believe she's really married and then you believe all these other things, Okay, but if you don't believe that she's married, then why are you accusing this man of marrying her for money and for a green card? It doesn't make any sense. Like, make up your mind. 
that's what I say. What can it be? Like they contradict themselves with their own um, speculations. And it's just like, nobody has any proof of anything. So I understand, you know, I'm a public figure, there's going to be speculation, but um, you know, sometimes it's just too far and it's just damaging. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just wish us well. I mean, he hasn't given any reason uh, to, for otherwise. I mean, he makes me very happy. Like people could see when I was with the goblin fish, like how miserable I was crying mm-hmm. and just on drugs and everything. And it's yeah. just complete 180 now. And I haven't shed a tear on camera since, you know, so, or behind the scenes. It's just, you know, I'm the type of person who's an open book. I wear my, my heart on my sleeve a lot and it's hard for me to hide how I feel. So, I mean, you know. So so tell me something, because this is something that a lot of people are wondering about. So you um, you and Salah met and you got together very, very quickly. Now, this is not this has been known to happen. OK, this is not yeah. like you've invented this. Right. But a lot of people are wondering how it was possible for you to get married so quickly when you arrived in Kuwait. And they are questioning the legitimacy of the marriage. I mean, I myself speculated that maybe it was a muta marriage or, you know, a Sharia <laughs> marriage or something. So how did that transpire? Um, <clears throat> well, what I can say is basically just, it, it's actually not that hard. Like I, I stayed in a hotel for a little bit and then I had to um, get a form from the embassy that was like a free to marry form or something, whatever they required. So, I got that document and it only took like 24 hours and everything just happened really fast, you know, just like, um, that was basically it. It wasn't actually that complicated, just like signing papers and everything and like that. And so, but we want to do more of a, there wasn't any kind of like ceremony or anything. And, um, we just mostly wanted to rush the actual legal marriage part because it's required here. You know what I mean? So and when but I said gonna... Sharia marriage, I meant a Nikah marriage. Sorry, I, I had a brain slip. <laughs> but was it a religious ceremony or was it, are there no. civil ceremonies? It was it's not civil. A, it was civil. I did not know that there were civil wedding ceremonies in Kuwait. Yeah, because there are, um, yeah, like here in some countries, I don't know if I guess, I guess, but I'm not, I would have to go through an actual like formal process to marry, uh, to become a Muslim, to then marry as a Muslim and take right. like, it, it's a different process. So as a Christian, just Canadian person, I, it's like a more of a, a just, I don't know what you call it, secular or just legal marriage, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, has your family spoken to him? Have they met him even, you know? on zoom or something yeah um we regularly whatsapp video chat with them mm-hmm. um i have like a before i left i created like a kuwait group <laughs> group chat on whatsapp with my 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 family and um we're actually going to be video chatting on christmas like you know because i'm not going to be there this year so it's going to be a bit weird for them and they miss me so mm-hmm. but yeah they really really actually like sala like um Oh, if I compare, if I could share, like, if I could tell you uh, the conversations I used to have with them when I was with the trash bag, mm-hmm. lack of better term, they, they, you know, basically just wanted to have nothing to do with it. We're like, you know, you have to leave. They were just miserable for me. And course, now they're yeah. super happy. Yeah, they're super happy because he's so nice on camera. And like, you know, he loves my family, too. So it's just a really, really, yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> but yeah, we do chat for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Good, you know, and, and, and going from a, a toxic relationship to somebody who is, you know, they can steer, help you steer your ship right. It makes the world a difference. I've been in a few toxic mm-hmm. relationships and they were very detrimental to me, my temperament, my mental health, people's perception yeah. of me. People would avoid me, you know. So, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and then you also see that your conversations with people become more positive because you're not miserable. Right. And people exactly. want to be around you more. You seem so much happier, Neg. Like, I've been following you for years, too. Like, you're one of the first reaction channel I watch, and you just seem so, so different as well. So, yeah, I can totally, I understand that, because that's, when you're with the right person who doesn't mentally and emotionally and in every way abuse you and just is there to make you happy and grow as a person, mm-hmm. it's such a difference. Absolutely. And- and honestly, um, Chantal, I got to say that one of the things that was driving, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but one of the things that was driving me crazy was, you know, you watch somebody who streams all day and you develop a certain, if not connection, all right, but you do kind of start to relate to them in some way. And I know that a lot of people, a lot of the people in your chat and a lot of the people watching just wanted to wring your neck. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> the guy is an asshole. You know, that guy is a terrible human being, you know, and then there you were and you're taking your clothes off and you're high and you're a mess and everything's a mess in the house and everything. And it's like, Jesus, Chantal, what the hell are you doing? And then that whole thing with Omegle and whatever. And it was like one thing after another, after another. Now, obviously, if you were a reaction channel, you could monetize all of that mess. Oh, yeah. And it was great. But um, it was obvious that you were in a horrendous place a horrendous yeah. place. And, and honestly, at, at a certain point, I stepped out of it because I couldn't, mm. I couldn't watch it anymore. I couldn't. When right. we started to get into rape accusations and when Frenchie and Jasayan decided to monetize a woman um, accusing a man of rape and potentially scuttling her court case, uh, that was enough for me. I, I, I said, that is it. I can't. Everybody here sucks. The entire thing is a nightmare and I want to have nothing to do with it. Yeah, I don't um, blame you. <laughs> but it was it was bad. And I think that that was the source of and unfortunately, some people expressed their frustration with an enormous amount of hostility, which was totally misplaced and inappropriate. But um, it is frustrating. You're a frustrating you were a frustrating person. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> I think that even you would probably agree with that. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I do, did do a lot of self-reflection. I think that's a lot of change. Um, I still struggle with a lot of things, but I mean, I would, I could understand like the emotions are high. People got really close to me. I mean, I had my Beezer community. I would stream hours and hours a day, share everything with them and they would watch me go through this. And, you know, it was, it was probably, yeah, very, very emotionally hard to deal with a lot of the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I for sure get that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to put anyone through that. I was just going on and like trying to deal with my situation and honestly going live, um, having that community really did help me through a lot of it. Actually, even though there was a lot of hate, mm-hmm. um, there was still a lot of people were still there and listened to what I had to say. And that was probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they, you should appreciate what, what you're doing now because uh, it, it's just insane to me to not celebrate other people's milestones, especially when that's when you pretend to want for them. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I, people I, believe it's genuine. I don't exactly. think people, I think they're waiting to see when I go home. If uh, they think I'm going to go step off the plane, rip off my hijab and go, let's go get a wheelchair, you know? And um, mm-hmm. right. yeah, so, well, and I'm not saying I, maybe I will be tempted, but I, I'm really going to try not to, you know? Even if you did, what do they lose by just going, we'll see? <laughs> Yeah, you, you, got, you, got, you got Frenchie out here screaming. She's going to call immigration. She's calling authorities. Like you're, she, these people aren't connected to you in any way. They're strangers on the internet. At the end of the day. Yeah, that's what I don't like about her specifically. It's the invasiveness and the entitlement and the the riling up of everyone to to hate on on me and just like cause ruckus in my life and show up at places and. Um, just it's just weird to me and that just I've doesn't feel seen, i've never seen this tolerated out of any other content creator on this platform if you know another one let me know guys one content creator that stalks mm-hmm. one other content creator and i will call it out but i don't know anybody that tolerates this if somebody showed up where i was on multiple occasions there would be there would be a physical altercation at the second one because, <laughs> seriously because I mean like uh, I mean, the laws in my state are different my haters making violent threats out the box so but I don't understand why thousands of people are are, are enabling this because it sends a bad example uh, one it's an extreme violation of terms of service don't know how it flies under the radar but it does and yeah. it sets a it sets a bad example for new people coming in, like this Gary Unfiltered guy. He's just as damaged as me, you, and everybody else with his mentals. And he's out here yeah. on the hate train for what reason? Yeah. I'll get it. I I mean I I guess I sometimes I the only thing I can think is I just mouth box sometimes and maybe it becomes personal at that point for people. But I mean I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't know why people are surprised that I defend myself. Like I just you know, it's not it's not worth my time, but it's I, I end up doing it, and then it's like you get villainized for it. It's so bizarre, you yeah, know, when they've done so much worse. <laughs> yeah, that's entitlement. People, somebody today uh, came for my wig because I replied to a comment under one of my videos. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's my comment section. Mm-hmm. You're in here <laughs> abusing me, so I reply. And now you taking it personally. If they don't want to take things personally, they shouldn't make it personal immediately. That's what everybody does from CPS to alcohol immigration to talking about how people smell their, their genitals. It's just like, dude, yeah, I'm going to clap back at you. And if you're a victim from that, you need to log out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, Chantal, tell me something. Are you going to convert to Islam? What's going on with that? Well, I'm very vague with that because... Mm-hmm you know, I'm still learning. Like, I mean, it's like Islam's like, it's, there's so much to learn. And some days I'm like, you know, there's just a lot to learn. So I just, I don't know, like, I'm kind of, when I say in between religions, yeah, kind of, I'm more on the side of yes, but I'm still learning a lot of Mm -hmm. things. And so I don't want to like, I think it's like, take the final oath or, you know, whatever, until I'm fully, fully educated on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I'm going to have to just keep learning about it till I make any like final conversion decisions. Is but I have, some... I am more, I have found God at least, you know, I've, I've definitely am more spiritual than before for sure. Is this something that Sala is, is requiring you to do, or is this something that you're doing because you genuinely feel moved by it? 
No, I actually, Salah was okay with me um, just being Christian and, um, you know, assured me of that before I came. And, um, but he said, if I wanted to learn more about it, he would help me with that. Um, he is Muslim, but um, mm -hmm. he's more open-minded a lot for sure. Like if he wasn't, he would just find, you know, a wife from here, <laughs> somebody right. strictly Muslim. So, um, you know, there's uh it's not a requirement. Absolutely not. If I decide that it's not for me, I can remain Christian and that's not a problem. So what happened with the niqab? You, you kind of wore it and then you ditched it. What happened there? <laughs> the niqab, um, I think it was just like impulsive and jumping the gun. Like I, I was under the impression, well, it would be like the ultimate modest dress. And honestly, like if we go somewhere crowded, um, I don't know. I can't explain it. When you wear a niqab, you feel completely like covered from everybody. And mm -hmm. when you go to like a market, like an old souk or something, when we would go there, that everyone is like, there's most women are wearing a niqab. So it was a mixture of wanting to like fit in culturally. Um, also, I guess a part of it, I wanted to um, try it out as like the ultimate modest dress and like a devotion to to God, my husband, um, but it's not a requirement. Apparently there's like scholars who argue it's not a requirement, but it is, it's not very, very uncomfortable, but it's with someone who's like obese and has asthma, it can be a little uncomfortable at times. And with all the heat also. Yeah. And I kind of struggle between like my old self and, um, you know, this newer kind of life. So there's still old remnants of myself that like I miss wearing lip gloss sometimes and I want the world to see that. So there's, I, I'm like very conflicted, you know, and I feel like I should have waited, but I'm impulsive, <laughs> you know? So that was mm -hmm. an impulsive decision probably more than anything. Well, you know, I, I would, I prefer that type of impulsivity over like going out and getting some drugs and, and get behind the wheel or, or being irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not, a, that's sure. not a permanent decision. You know, that's not a permanent decision. You put that on, it ain't for me. Take it off, whatever, big deal. Yeah. Well, look, that's oh, different than, you know, a hat or something. You know, if, you, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. You're just not yeah. being forced. No, 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 I'm not being forced. <laughs> someone, in, someone in chat is asking if covering yourself like that is um, is part of the trauma from last year. That's interesting. Um, I don't know, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, I like feeling covered up. Like, and I always, I thought, I asked myself that, like maybe there is a, a, a deeper reason um, because I do feel more secure and you know especially i have this you know goblin fish now just threatening with revenge porn and everything actually putting right. revenge porn on his live streams which which i did call the montreal police but that's another story um mm -hmm. that i'm following up with that legally but um maybe there is an aspect of that yeah maybe i never really thought of it that way actually but when i put it on i felt like a a security that I didn't have before, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm yeah. sure it could resemble something of a, uh, like a weighted blanket for somebody in a way. Yeah, kind of, you're right. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, as a young man and with uh, children with autism, you know, I, one of my children, he wears a hoodie no matter what time of year it is. Because I know the two, mm -hmm. one's religious and one's just a, a sensory thing, but doesn't mean that, you know, the religious garb couldn't uh, assist you in your anxiety with that. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't wear it in any disrespect to anybody. 
Um, but I have my, that's why I always say I have my own personal reasons, you know, so it's like a mixture. Like I am more religious, learning more about Islam. And then at the same time, yeah, it does feel, I feel more secure with it as well. And the, the important thing I think I want to point out is that all of this is a personal choice. You're not, again, right. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stress that you're not forced. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm even surprised people like, I think people are actually legit worried about that, that I'm like, not okay. And I see a lot of comments like come back to Canada, like take this costume off. And it's like, mm -hmm. um, they just don't understand fully. And I, I don't blame people because not everyone's going to, but um, no, I feel very good right now. And this is not forced at all. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know, you ultimately know? at the end of the day, if, if you feel good and you're doing better, I, I just wish more people would give you the space to do that um, yeah because I mean like, it's perfectly fine to fire up a live stream and put anybody up there and critique them but I've listened to these critiques and it's just misinformation it's wild speculation and and intrusive so and well, they so would probably be surprised if they just backed off of you and others because some people are guilty of going after other people just as hard mm -hmm. uh, but not nearly level of you they'd probably be surprised what they'd see I mean, or or at least fire up their cameras and show what their their routine is, since they're better than everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of people don't um, have that courage to do it. They just don't. They just I don't know why, but I mean, I can understand now. Like you, like you said with the Truman Show thing, it, you know, I put a lot of my life out there, but I never really minded, like because I felt like. If I'm going through this, other people must be, you know, mm -hmm. so maybe those people, we can all just get together and support each other, you know, but. Yeah, we, we get picked apart over, I mean, like, there's so many lies and so many stupid narratives, and it's always people who, so, who are <clears throat> habitual line steppers. They're the ones with the, the worst narratives and lies. Mm -hmm. And all I've ever wanted over the last five years since a couple of ladies ruined my reputation on these platforms was a little space to figure things out. And I was never allotted that. So I had to go through the motions and uh, coming up this year with all the changes that have been made, I've been looking around. I'm like, man, you, who are these people holding us to this standard that is mm -hmm. impossible to me that they don't even practice? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like just, like hypocrisy 101 you know classic textbook hypocrisy it's pathological it's <laughs> it's wild to watch because it's so dishonest and it's based in again i know i know people like that are probably they're, they're deeply uh insecure they have to be oh yeah no happy people don't anything Right. And and YouTube really, really has to do better to protect their creators. Like it's not to me, it's not fair um, if one creator gets like 10 or 40 reaction channels about them all using the content the minute it comes out. It's just it's just, you know, just to further bully somebody over and over. It's just ridiculous to me that YouTube as a platform like any other platform is like way more strict than that. Patreon. Oh, n forget it. That would never happen on Patreon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just right. ridiculous. Well, you know what's weird to me, Chantal, is that you got Hussey taken down in about five seconds. Yeah. And, and yet, um, you know, these other channels that have been coming after you, and if they want to criticize me for saying this, I really don't care. I am so past the point of caring at this point because yeah. I'm sorry. When, when people start going IRL, that is when the line is drawn. That is when you say enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. 
there need to be consequences because it's one thing to want to watch the show. It's another thing to want to be part of the show or want to alter the narrative to suit your purposes. Right. Um, and yet it seems like you haven't really been very proactive about trying to get these channels under control. Um, why? What, what happened? Well, I didn't really want to like say out loud, like what I've, did behind the scenes because I don't want the people to be like, ha my channel's still here. YouTube did mm -hmm. nothing. Um, but I have reported people a lot, actually, you know, even though I say, uh, I have to report this person. I mean, honestly, one of the reasons is mental health. Like I, in order for YouTube to really care, I mean, I report all the time, just basic reporting, but to go to actually as a creator, go in and um, report, um, someone you have to like have timestamps so I have to listen right. yeah. to one of uh, FFG's whole live streams just um, beating up on me like and I have to do that over and over to try and prove my case and it's like it's ridiculous mm -hmm. like who wants to do that you know it's, it's daunting it's just not something I want to spend my time doing and it's hard to do so that's what that was one one major reason mm -hmm. I won't chime in for a second I, I, I can I can relate because um I've, I've yeah. seen some serious messed up stuff and I don't want to hear it again to get the timestamps, but I just so happen, I'm just throwing this out there. I just so happen to have a community of the best timestampers in the right. world. See all and know all. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, I should just pay somebody a couple hundred bucks or whatever, go through some of these streams for me because yes, I think there's a lot of uh, violations because like they updated their terms of service to specifically say um, if you're continually targeting somebody for their physical attributes, how they look, blah, 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 or uh, just anything continually targeting someone that's, that's harassment in my, in my opinion, because mm -hmm. she's never nice. She, even if she doesn't say directly you're fat, even though they do her, she does. Mm -hmm. there, it, it's, she's not nice. She's very condescending. She's, she's just inciting more bullying and she gives people a place to hate. So it's like, do you want that on your platform, YouTube? What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, so... What if this was a community dedicated to hating somebody's uh, identity? If yeah. you don't want a heartbeat, what's the difference? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, so. I, let, let me let me tell you something, Chantal. If somebody had, if somebody started with me, um, by, okay, first of all, showing up at a place where I was, uh, in some public event, I was performing. Okay, so that's one thing, but before then. If that person had reached out to my former best friend um, and that former best friend was in a very vulnerable place yeah. and they did it and they kept on putting this person online. I mean, Hussey has threatened to put my ex-husband on his show, which he oh. never would because my ex-husband would never agree to it. <laughs> but, um, you know, when somebody wants to do something like that and then they turn around and they say that they tried to get your cats. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that they were willing to sign an NDA. And then this is the kicker. The kicker is when they say, if they said, well, um, I am going to make sure that that guy, and she called him a name, I'm, I'm going to make sure that that guy never gets into Canada. Excuse me. But at that point, I'm getting a restraining order. Because yeah. let me tell you, I don't know how it is in Canada. But I know that shepherding two husbands through the immigration system of the United States of America 
was it was one of the most stressful things I have ever gone through. And I also mm. want to point out that Salah is in is a Muslim male in an age range that in the United States, I don't know about Canada, but in the United States would raise a red flag. Okay. Mm. Um, and I know uh, in your example, um, there would be certain things that would trip it up. The fact that you got married so quickly, the fact that you guys, well, you don't speak Arabic, but his English is very good. The fact that he's so much younger than you are, the fact that you don't share a religion, all of these things would make an immigration officer probably question you a little bit more closely. All right. Yeah. And for anybody to say that they are going to step in and try to throw a monkey wrench in that machinery, I would have gone to the cops by now. I would have. And this yeah. is one area where Canada is lucky that they don't have a First Amendment, because I think that Canada takes a much dimmer view on that sort of talk. Um, because right. in the U.S., right. there's literally nothing that you could do about it. Now, I don't really? even know what your plans wow. are. For no, Next and I have been threatened with actual violence. True. direct yeah. threats and the police are saying, like, like well it's free speech there's nothing we can do next was threatened with a fucking firearm by miss fucking wonderful you know oh, i was yeah. threatened by the anti-onision community and um we we get this all the time and the police can't do a goddamn thing about it nothing because it's a free speech issue in canada it's totally different so I don't know what your plans are. You say that there's no immediate plan to bring Salah to Canada or whatever, but I'm telling you, it's too stressful and you don't want some asshole, you know, deciding to whip up her audience to try and railroad any sort of application that you make for him to come into Canada. Why shouldn't he go to Canada? You know? Yeah, right. Well, I don't think, you know, hopefully the government is not as dumb and we'll just know that it's just haters, but I mean, if that ever happens and I have to apply or whatever, like, I, I mean, what I'm what I'm planning to do, honestly, I'm building, like I said, I'm building a case. And I'm when I go back to Canada, I have to go into the police station. So I might do a twofer deal with um, deal with both of them. They both live in the same city. So it would be the same Montreal police station. But I don't know. I'm going to keep that like under wraps just so they Good. don't know my next moves. Good. But that's an option for sure. And, um, you know, I've already been um, figuring out what to do about that because uh, I don't know. It's just these people just go way too far. I don't I don't get it. Like, just leave me alone. Like, go live your best life like you claim to have. Well, if you don't have a best life, why else would you be criticizing someone else for living their life? It's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So many miserable people, you know, <laughs> but um, misery, misery loves company. And um, there, there's also another aspect of this whole thing, and it's the fact that Fritchie, Fritch Fry Girl, is taking your intellectual property, outperforming you and making more money than you with your mm. intellectual property. There's, she's yeah. offering nothing but screeching and threats. It's, it's really problematic. And people are openly bragging about this. They're, oh, well, Fritchie makes more than Chantel. I'm like, Chantel's the star. That, that shouldn't be a case at all. Yeah, like this this is a serious. This is this. They keep saying fair use. They really need to go read the definition of fair use again, right? Because what I see is uh, is 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 a, a huge con content ID issue for you. Like, it, it, and I hate saying yeah. it because they openly brag about it. They're stealing from you. They're stealing money exactly. from you. Thousands of yeah. dollars. Oh yeah, I mean I've put up with this for years and years, and I just you know I mean I I do make 
decent enough money that I just never really noticed or really cared because it wasn't like really affecting my pocket to the point where I'm like starving for food or anything. But, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I note on free speech, like I can't believe that. Like, honestly, I think that free speech is nice it, until it, it crosses the line and is used to attack somebody. Like that's that's how I look at it. And I think Canada is the same way. There is definitely a lot more laws um right so i think um i would definitely have a case with all of the things that they that she said and um done i mean i have so many there's just so much material it's just ridiculous you know yeah it's it's yeah. years i mean what is it 500 videos in two years <laughs> yeah 500 yeah. i think somebody counted 500 what <laughs> yes exactly using my medical issues against me just being a completely disgusting low human being and uh i just find it funny that when i actually have enough of it and retort back people just think that i'm the villain it's ridiculous you know and they bring up things that i did when i was like a a teenager or um under emotional distress from being abused or just really ridiculous things you know so <laughs> well it's funny that that this rule of decades ago applies to the people that they dislike but when it comes to a beloved reactor that's been evicted from multiple properties. I've got $14,000 behind on rent. Right. We're going to forget about that. That's not a big deal. We're mm -hmm. going to forget about the woman who claimed to have a bloody mug shot. We're going to, no, we're, no, no, no. That was, that was forever ago. We don't bring yeah. that stuff up anymore. Because they don't care about her as a person. Like she could be a robot or a monkey behind that, that avatar screeching. And as long as she's hating on me, people don't care, you know, like they just don't. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I just I, it, it astonishes me because I've listened to hours of, of French here over the last month or two, and it's there's so poor much you. neutral and hate. Oh yeah, yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's I, I I listen to her literally call somebody out like you or me, and then like oh I can't believe they said that, and then doubles down and makes a threat, and and is somehow still the victim at the end yeah. of the stream. It's like, what? No, no, you made a threat. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> it's so backwards. And what I you love, know? too, is that now that um, Negs and I are getting along with you and that we're all kind of mingling in each other's communities, that all these people who used to come for us and criticize us for being mean and all this stuff now are like, oh, fuck you, Chantal. We don't like you anymore because look at what you're doing. Look at all this cloud chasing. It's like, wait a minute. So are you in favor of people abusing Chantal or are you not? If you're not, then you have to be consistent across the board. We right. are not abusing Chantal. I'm not expecting yes. us to get a medal or a ticker tape parade, but I sure as hell didn't expect anybody to throw you under the bus. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's bizarre to me. Um, I think people who have a personal maybe vendetta with you guys are trying to shame me into right. coming on your channel. And they did that with CJ. They did that with, you know, with MFW. And I mean, I'll never mess with them again. I, after mm -hmm. the racist, especially after the racist things, I mean, I can't stand, I can't stand that kind of stuff. So it's just mm -hmm. never going to happen. There's that kind of ignorance. No. <laughs> that was disgusting. He's a, yeah, that, that, was guy, really that bad. yeah, he's a, he's a creep. <laughs> he's a real freaking creep. <laughs> never like that guy. So, yeah, people warning you about that. That's just those two. Don't ever go. Do not go on that panel with those two ever. Anybody. No real. Unless they no. pay you in advance, at least a thousand dollars for the humiliation. Thousand bucks. Yep. A thousand bucks, and then I'm gonna roast them for filth for being racist against. Them. 
<laughs> like Islamophobic, sorry, extremely Islamophobic. I mean, Katie is your your like if you just look up Murica, she's her pictures there beside it. Uh, Absolutely. She's just, <laughs> you know. And sadly, I think that when people look at Katie, that's the impression they also get of Indiana. Like, oh, yeah, yeah well, she's from Indiana, of course. You know, no. that's what I expected to run into in Indiana when I came to live with Negs. Um, yeah. And luckily, I didn't find that. It's it's limited to those assholes online, you know, Yaba, Good. Sam, Katie. But mm. in this little town that we live in, I don't run into that kind of mess. I don't I don't meet people like that. I would feel like I would feel afraid living there with knowing that they're there in that in the same state. Honestly, like they seem insane. Like I wouldn't put anything past them when they're angry and drunk. You know, they're they're insane, but they're going to take it out on each other before they do anything to anybody else. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. It's going to be like the last scene in Jurassic Park. The humans were safe. <laughs> it was the dinosaurs that started attacking each other, and that's exactly what they're going to do. True. Yeah, that's strange, eh? So, Chantal, are you um are you and Sala considering traveling anywhere else around the Gulf? Um, are we going to be seeing the Emirates? Are we going to be seeing anything else? Um, that's a possibility. Um, I'm not too sure. Like he has a different passport than me so i'm not sure where he can travel certain places and he can travel to um i know he could go to thailand we were talking about going to thailand mm -hmm. and um that might be a possibility like i'm gonna be going home and then at the end of january and then i'm gonna you know get things taken care of there maybe for a couple of months or whatever and then i'm gonna come back okay and then maybe we'll we're, we'll uh, plan a trip somewhere for sure like you know, it's good content and it's good life experience and it's just fun. I, I mean, I never thought that I would ever go to Cuba, but whenever I did and pushed myself, it was like the plane ride was horrible. I don't know if you've ever been on a Sunwing plane, chartered plane. They're horrible. I have. Not Sunwing, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I've been on one of those planes and they are a nightmare. I know what you mean. Oh, so, so there's somebody in chat who keeps on asking over and over and over again if you are going to be doing a TLC show. Are you going to be doing a TLC show? <laughs> No, no. Um, no, I haven't been asked to do a TLC show or anything like that. That's that's an American TV company. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I got reached out to by a producer before about doing some kind of like fat show. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I just wasn't interested in it because I didn't I wasn't like going to get the surgery and I, I would have had to move to Georgia and I'm just right. like, no, and the, the pay wouldn't have been good. So it wasn't worth my time or anything. And yeah. Oh, so that would have been the same doctor who operated on the Slaytons or on Amy Probably. Slayton? Probably. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Right. So. Now, what is, what, what is, um, what is Salah's status in Kuwait? Because this is something that a lot of people are wondering about. He was born in Kuwait or is he a guest worker in Kuwait? What is his story? He was born and raised here, but he's mm -hmm. Syrian, but right. he's, he was born and raised here. Mm -hmm. I don't I think in Kuwait what I've learned is like they don't give people like it's very very uh rare to get like I think there's like certain conditions to get uh Kuwait citizenship you have to be Kuwaiti right. born and all that Correct. stuff so um there's a lot of uh immigrant workers here particularly Filipino Indian there's a lot um but um I think he's just always had 
very decent jobs and as long as you're like registered with a company as a job I, I don't know I really don't know honestly I'd have to ask him we're going to do a Q&A so maybe he can answer that but I'm not sure like like what his actual like status is I just know he's Syrian and he's been born and raised in Kuwait like his family's uh, been here too for for many many years yeah Kuwait is one of those countries that does not have birthright citizenship So yes. um, it doesn't matter if you're born in the country, you, you have to be Kuwaiti, Kuwaiti, not born Yeah. in Kuwait. That's how that works. So it's not like the United Yeah. States, for example. Right. A lot of Gulf countries are like that. I think That's Dubai right. is like that too. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But the And situation so. in Syria is, I mean, most people, uh, Syrians are, um, a lot of them are in Jordan or other countries. Like it's Right. just because of the war and everything. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't I can't see you in Damascus, Chantal. I I can't I can't Damascus picture that. No, no no Damascus bees. No, no, there is no beesing in Damascus. bees your ass out of there that's that's what bees could be doing Bees your ass out of there. Yeah, no, I don't think that's in the plan anytime soon for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is because you're in Kuwait you're so close to a lot of other countries Yeah. you know, that you don't have to schlep all, all, all the way over the ocean. I mean, you can go to Turkey, you can go to Dubai, you can go to so many other, you can go to Egypt if you want to, you can go to Europe. There, the, the world is really your oyster. It's like you're in this great launching pad to go Yes. wherever, you know, and it's not that long a plane trip from where you are. Yeah, I'm actually surprised how much I I'm enjoying Kuwait. Like I really don't feel you know, it's it's I don't know. Like, I just, maybe it's because there's, like, so much, like, comfort food and just the malls, and it just seems, like, very westernized to, to how I imagined it in a lot of ways. Mm hmm Yeah. So, yeah. But I guess you're right. Like, I, there are, like, yeah, like, Turkey would be, you know, other places are more easily accessible from here, for sure. So that might be in the works. Mm hmm So you like Kuwait? Yeah, I do. I really do like it here. Um, It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying our couples channel. Just doing things together is like wholesome things. It's so fun, you know, and people are so like, they don't stare at you. There's no like people drunk and strung out on the road. And, you know, like it's just clean and yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Opposite of the Western world, <laughs> There's things I miss about, I like about the Western world. There's things I like about here, you know? So right, if I right. could someday live in both, that would be fun. You know, like come here for the winter and then <laughs> go back to Canada for the summer. Right. Who knows? Yeah. That's what I want to do with Florida. Florida's like another country. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what is, what is something that you would like to say to your critics apart from go fuck yourself? What, 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 what do you want to say to them of a practical nature about your new life and your new appearance and everything else? Uh, what is like, what, what misunderstanding do you want them to get over? If you, if you don't mind my asking. Honestly, and I have to reinforce this in my brain, I don't want, I don't feel it's worth explaining or validating myself. I think that no matter what I do, people, you know, if I say the sky's, um, you know, blue, they're going to say it's purple. Like, I just think at this point, people just like to 
like to misunderstand me. They like to come up with theories because it's content. So there's no point in explaining yourself to people that are not going to listen to you. And I think that with my critics, that's um, a lot of it. Um, you know, so I think um, I just have nothing more to say. I think every time I rage, every time I speak out for myself, it honestly just falls on deaf ears and there's just nothing more I can say about it. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I know in my heart I'm happy. I know the truth. Um, I guess I can say that people are very, very wrong. <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and the Kuwaiti and the Kuwaiti police never showed up to haul you off <laughs> to prison. Wood for filming uh, the oil fields. No, and I did, you know, it was in a distance and I, you know, I just thought it would be cool. Um, but I did end up looking online. I should have done that first, but the, I mean, I did see another YouTube video of somebody just driving by it. So no, it's probably illegal to go in and be like, go up to the building and go, Hey, you know, but right. passing by, I don't know. I took it down just in case because there are crazy people like T and Dust who like to, mm -hmm. to to call people, and I'm still waiting for her Saudi Saudi Arabian people to the come. The hit in. squad, yeah. The hit squad. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, people are so ridiculous. They're crazy. <laughs> they are crazy. What are you doing? She doesn't like that I have a problem with uh, her bullying me and, and saying I smell and that I'm a pig and everything. Like, mm -hmm. lady, hello. Like, How dare you, oh. right? Yeah. Well, just know this. We hear you. We see what's going on. It's it's, yes. it's a small corner of the internet. They all know what's going on. But you're, it doesn't fall on that because I hear and see all and I know. And I'm like, damn, they're doing that to me too. What the fuck? So yeah, we see it. Yeah, we do see it, and so does our so do our audiences. By the way, our they've been very welcoming. Too. Yeah, they've welcoming. been very welcoming, and yeah. even if it's a, a small channel, so what? Like my channel's not super huge. I mean, five years, I only have under a hundred k, and and I mean, like I I like to go where I'm welcome, just like anyone else, you know, like mm -hmm. and where where I'm heard and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, we have common ideas and. I think that's that's uh, very good. Listen, Chantal, all I can say is if you're pulling a stunt, it is one of the best I've ever seen because <laughs> I am totally sold. I am totally really? sold. <laughs> I believe it 100%. And honestly, if I thought that you were bullshitting, I would not have invited you to come on the podcast because, yeah. I mean, okay, whatever. People accuse us of cloud chasing. I wouldn't have cared if you were lying if, and I brought you on the podcast just to draw some eyeballs. But I invited you on, Negs and I invited you on because we looked at you and said, my God, you know, what an amazing change. And really, it's just been in a few months because you were still beezing very, very hard this year, earlier this year. And yeah. I look at you now well, and yeah. I'm like, my God, if this is an act, it's the best I've ever seen. Um, but I really yeah. believe that something has changed, Chantal. Something is different about you. And it's not just yeah. the, the hijab and all that business. It's the, it's everything. It's your aura. It's the way that you're behaving. It's the content that you're producing. It's the content that you're taking down from your channel. And I, I am all in favor of any change that benefits you. I appreciate that. Yeah, keeps you away from all that awfulness that you were, you were doing all the stuff that you were doing in Canada. So wasting my life and just, you, uh, you know, 
I mean, I've, every day I would wake up and I would say, I want to change. And, you know, I just, one day it just, that's how it happens for me. Usually I'm, I'm, I mean, these, these screws have been turning, like the gears have been turning for a while and I've been wanting to, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't enjoy my life, you know, like right. I did to a degree, it was comfortable, but no, I was like living in like a horrible conditions and not mm-hmm. taking care of myself in any way. And, you know, I just, I, I would say, yeah, I mean, I met, you know, Sala and he was very, um, you know, I just feel like I respect myself more and, and I'm just, yeah, just, I don't have a need to do all these toxic things in my life anymore. I haven't even thought about weed since being here, honestly, or anything. And I'm an addict. So anything I do, I abuse it. You know, I'm not saying that there's a problem with weed because most people can be responsible with it, but me, I wasn't, you know, right. so Right. Well, that that's what kills me because you are such you are such a young woman. I know you don't feel yeah. that way right now. When I was your age, I thought, okay, I've got a foot in the grave and a foot on the banana peel, but I didn't, you know. And you are you are such a young woman, and it seems a waste to me when I see somebody yeah. who is in the prime of life, um, yeah. who doesn't have entanglements, who doesn't have all these issues, and you're still like. Every day is like, it's like a a Groundhog Day. Every single yeah. day, over and over and over again. It's sickening. We, you know, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's sickening, even for me, you know, like, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. And finally, um, you know, I never thought that I would enjoy this kind of life. <laughs> right. It found, it found me and uh, it did happen quickly. But um, I think when you're, you, you're with the right person, you just know, like, I feel like um, the comfort level we have with each other in that mm-hmm. short time feels like um you know at least two years or something it just feels it just feels good i can't mm-hmm. explain it other than that i'm sure you guys know <laughs> you yeah know? yeah so i mean nobody saw this coming you know nobody yeah. saw that coming uh, even me i was like what <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah but hey it, it does make sense in a way you know because you guys do have a lot of you're both like intellectual people who can form a criticism that's not founded on just uh you know, name. I don't get me wrong. I do chuckle whenever you call people crazy bitches. I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> if the shoe fits, Chantal, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, for sure, people don't need to understand. You know, they they won't. There's just whatever. I love but this just comment. Out of my life. I love this comment in chat. This is crushingly disappointing. I'm so confused as to how we're not grown enough to not join forces because of a united hate for someone that's entirely inconsequential. I don't know what you're talking about. This is not Game of Thrones, okay? We're having a conversation. Nobody is recruiting an army. Nobody is getting mercenaries together. It's just that there are certain people who behave. Right. right. People behave badly. We call it out. So what? Yeah. And if I see somebody who's on the platform and they're really making an effort to change, why the hell should I come along and say, you're lying, you know, and this is an unacceptable Chantal. I want you to go back to Canada immediately and I want you to get messed up on camera again and I want you to rage and I want you to screech and all that. By the way, did did the Holy Trinity ever make it back into your chat or are they gone forever? No. They're gone forever, and that's that's op- eye-opening for me because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think about that. I never thought that they would ever just abandon me. I really don't know. I think, you know, they why, don't like... Why did they, though? What was the reason that they gave? <laughs> well, they were being kind of, like, invasive with questions uh, towards Salah, and I know, you know... Oh. 
we were trying to be private and I, I wanted the privacy respected, but I don't know. They felt, I guess, betrayed because I, you know, corrected them on that. And then mm-hmm. it was just drama. Like, you know, I, I understand they care. I think, I feel like they do care about me, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Um, I think maybe they just are very skeptical of Mm -hmm. my husband and maybe because of what I went through the past year, like put everyone through hell. I get that. So, I mean, if they just need time, I don't know, or they just don't feel the vibe anymore because it's not the same content. Mm -hmm. There's probably just a mixture of factors like that, but they're in pieces chat now. (laughs) If it's any consolation, um, there were people that I had to boot out of my community who had been with me for years because they wouldn't leave Negs alone. And they were being very rude and very judgmental and very yes. nasty. And I asked yeah. them a thousand times. I put his name in the word filter. I said it over and over and over again. If you come for Negs, if you're rude to him, it is a permanent ban. One strike, you, you're out. No clemency. And they wouldn't right. listen. And I had to get rid of them because when yeah. you when you love someone and you're looking out for them, I'm sorry. I don't care um, how long you've been with me. I don't care how much money you've given me in super chats. I don't care if you're a member or not. You know, this is my rules are my rules and I have them for a reason. And disrespecting Negs is is the number one way to get banned off of my channel forever. Of course. I mean, I I get it. They They should respect your wishes at the end of the day. They don't have to like somebody. But I mean, at the end of the day, they have to respect your wishes. It's your channel. And I mean, it's disrespectful at some point to keep prying and prying. And I just felt like, you know, they should know that they they've known they've known me and they know what I don't like. And, and you know, Sala's given them no reason, especially, you know, to just be so um, skeptical, I guess. And just I did say, you know, I, I still haven't blocked them, but I just I don't didn't right. appreciate that. They just well, I think listen, they just left. <laughs> you and Negs are look, we're all three of us are content creators, but you and Negs are in a different position than I am because I have not been as willing to be as um as forthcoming or as open with my heart on my sleeve the way you two have and so you two have drawn in a certain type of audience that expects a certain type of behavior out of you Mm. yeah and there comes a point i mean even with me even though i've come on and i've tried to keep people at arm's length i was cautious about inviting people in and all that people do develop a very possessive weirdness with content creators and it can be very inappropriate where they think that they are your family they think you're they're your parent that they're your best friend and they're people that you know online you know and they don't know you in person i mean there were people on my channel who were taking enormous liberties with me and i did not even know their real names you know, right. but they presume to tell me how to live my life. And like I said, you and Negs are probably more susceptible to that because you are much, much, much more open. Well, Negs isn't as much as he used to be, but you're more open than I ever was. So I can't even imagine the bullshit. I mean, I've seen it with Negs and to a certain extent, <laughs> I've seen it with you. But yeah, yeah. that's one downside. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm responsible a little bit because like I feel like you know, I, yeah, I've been so open and maybe I, you know, get this emotional response from people, but it's never my intention to like mess with people or manipulate people, um, you know, like to, to do anything intentional. It's just, um, you know, if, if it's so much for you, then yeah, maybe not watch me, but I mean, that's how I live my life. I'm always like just in constantly changing and trying to, 
find my way and I have a lot of problems and I just I thought sharing would be like a positive thing but sometimes it's not right. you know yeah well the, the way people are going about it is not productive they for some reason they like the toxicity and they want it to perpetuate and they want to mm -hmm. be the person to trigger it that's but that's not appropriate and this when in the same breath they're pretending to be benevolent it's exactly yeah I mean like they're, that's <laughs> that's fan behavior but that, that's like fanatic behavior mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't get it. yeah exactly you nailed it <laughs> well babes do you have anything else uh no i think i've said everything that I've me wanted too to say. I'm, I'm glad you came up chantel because yeah I, thank I you like, i feel like yeah, you don't get a fair shake i don't like you get a fair <laughs> shake and uh maybe people could see this side of you instead right. of the yeah. side that they have a delusion of right yeah right no i'm a real person and i have feelings and uh just trying to find my way like everyone you know so mm -hmm. i appreciate you having me up and seeing this side of me it's very positive and i appreciate it good vibes here <laughs> keep up the good work you're doing yep. i mean you. i hate to quote chris jenner but you really are doing amazing sweetie you really are <laughs> i i am incredibly incredibly impressed with what Thank you've you done very in a very short period of time too <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> yeah, right. no problem. All right, guys. Thank you, Chantal. Thank you. I'll see you guys later in chat or something. Okay, great. All right, bye, Chantal. All right. All right, you. So, uh, 5 p.m., my channel. 5 p.m., guys, be there. Be there. The day continues. A full day of content. <laughs> Thank you all. And don't forget, on your way out, please do check out the description box and do consider becoming a member, subscribing, sharing, uh, contributing, donating, whatever, and join Nexus Patreon because then you get access to an amazing Discord with some fantastic people and lots of GIFs and memes and lots of pet photos. So please do join. It's a good time. And we will see you later. <laughs>